Hey, Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old School House, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hello, this is Deborah Wooler, Senior Editor of The Old School House Magazine, and today's topic is what to do when mom is exhausted. And wow, isn't this a pertinent topic for all moms? <laughs> because we will all find ourselves exhausted at one point or another. And even as I was preparing for this podcast, for the last week, I've been looking at the topic, what to do when mom is exhausted. And I thought, okay, today I can record this podcast. Well, something would come up and I would just be wiped out and go, I cannot record this podcast today because I am exhausted. Uh, We had some illnesses go through our home and that, that sort of added to the exhaustion there. But finally today, I'm like, Lord, help me. And um, and I just definitely want to share with you some of the things I've learned over the years about exhaustion um, and about finding rest in those places. Um, you know, we as parents, we uh, have the duty of parenting. We have, we have ministry going on. We may have um, work at home that we are also doing. And of course, we are homeschooling. And all of that combined, plus so many other other family relationship things that are going on, community aspects, uh, co-ops, all the things that we are doing can contribute to exhaustion. And we also have to you know, ask ourselves, are we doing too much? <laughs> we need to, you know, figure out what is the good balance between um, doing too much where we are completely exhausted and doing enough. So that is a matter that we always need to take to prayer and reevaluate often. So there can be a lot of turmoil going on in the uh, sometimes feels like chaos in our lives and we come to a place of, of exhaustion um, and it wears us out, right? All the things that we're doing can wear us out. Maybe just uh, all the children just constantly needing our attention can wear us out. So there will be days where we are worn out and exhausted and there will be seasons sometimes uh, with, you know if you have a newborn that you never get enough sleep. So there's a season, a newborn season where you are going to be exhausted and you have to have grace for those times and not keep pushing yourself forward. Uh, You will just definitely be functioning with not enough physical sleep when you have those newborns. And there's some seasons that you're going to lack um, rest emotionally and mentally as well as physically. And we need to know what to do in those moments because we can either become depressed and we can lose our joy in all of that um, or we can seek God for his help and seek other ways of helping in 
those exhaustion uh, times of exhaustion. So we need help, right? We can be tired, not just in our body, but in our spirit and our soul. We feel worn out. So let's look at some ways that we can help with that. We'll talk about some practical things and we'll talk about some physical things and some spiritual emotional things that we can do. So physically, um, rest, right, helps our body, which will help our emotions and our soul. And so we really need to look for those times of rest. It is really hard when you have a lot of little ones. I understand. Um, How do you find rest when you have all these little ones around you? A lot of times I would rest when they would rest. And I know, you know, you hear that all the time, sleep when your baby sleeps. Well, that's not always possible because there's so much to be done, like say with your toddlers or your preschoolers, so that when your baby is sleeping, you're like, yay, I can get something done with these other ones. (laughs) So sometimes you can't always rest when the baby does, but when you can find those moments, you know, take advantage of them, do that rest instead of getting that load of laundry in, right? So uh, what I would do sometimes is would I would um, if I the baby was sleeping, then I would also get my other kids to have a quiet time as well. So I would have my you know children on a schedule that they would have a quiet time every day, and during their quiet time, they know not to bother mom in her quiet time, and so they could you know read quietly in their room. They could play quietly um, as long as they were having a quiet time in in their designated place. Uh, even now, my grandson, he his parents, my son and his wife have trained him from early on to have a quiet time. And so now that he's almost four, he's actually up to an hour of quiet time, which is incredible. <laughs> When he comes over here to our house, you know, we follow their schedule too. And when he has his hour of quiet time, you know, we have a playroom for him and and he just contentedly plays in there, um, looks at books, pulls out whatever toys he wants, and he's very imaginative and he can play by himself for an hour. Of course we check on him, you know, make sure he's doing okay. Um so you know, you might need to do some training with your other kids in order to give yourself that quiet time that you need is to to get them to be able to uh, begin a quiet time if they don't have one now. You, know, you start with five minutes, you know, like, okay, everybody, um, we're going to do five-minute quiet time today and just keep building it up, you know, have nice rewards, you know, okay, after your 20-minute quiet time today. We were up to 20 minutes, and after that, we're going to have tea together, you know, <laughs> something special um, that you you can make something very simple, very special, like, okay, we're going to have tea time, and then you just pull out your little tea set, and you're going to have tea and maybe some uh, pretzels or orange slices or something very simple, but it's special because you've made a time to have tea together, you know? kids really like that, younger kids. And so you're going to work them up into a quiet time so that you can have some rest physically. um, Another thing that helps is to get to bed at a reasonable time, which is really hard for those of us who not only, you know, homeschool and parent and (laughs) 
have ministry outreach, but we also work from home. You know, that's really hard because we want to stay up um, late to get our other work done. So once the kids are in bed, we're like, yay, I can get a lot done now. Well, that's good. You know, you can schedule yourself time to do that as long as you also try to get to bed at a reasonable hour because you know those kids are going to be waking you up early and they're going to be hungry and needy <laughs> and you're going to be exhausted. So try to get to bed at a reasonable time as much as possible. And here's where it gets hard. Um, I never had real help from family. Uh, I wasn't geographically close to some of my family and other family members are just not interested or too busy or whatever, whatever it was. I didn't have a lot of help from anyone else. And my husband in the early days worked really late. Um, he would be gone from say 10 in the morning till 10 in the evening. And so I felt like a single parent <laughs> with no help. And that can be really exhausting. And so creatively, we can find some help in that um, there was a, a teenager down the the street from me who was in our homeschool co-op and and I would every every other Friday or so when it, this was just for a season I would um, have her come even while I was home and just um, watch the kids for an hour or two um, so I could get some rest or get something done that I needed to get done that was wearing on me and causing me to be mentally exhausted because I had this, maybe this project that needed to be done. And uh, it was exhausting me mentally because I was, you know, not seeing where I could find time to do it. And so, so you can ask for outside help, you know, in your homeschool group, there may be teens available just to come um, watch your kids for an hour or two, maybe once a month, you know, just something that will help you um, get that rest that you need or that time that you need that will help clear up your mental exhaustion. Uh, going on a walk, this is crazy, I know, because you're exhausted and that's the last thing you want to do. But my kids have learned <laughs> to ask mom, you know, like, can we go on a walk? Mom, she's gonna, mom, come with us on a walk, you know. Well, of course, when they're young, you don't want them walking by themselves anyway. So you're going on nature walks with them and things like that. Um, so, you know, at least, you know, once a week or so, just get out there in nature. Um, I know it's been cold lately, but spring is coming and, and the weather is changing. Um, but even now, while it's brisk, my, teen my teenagers will say, Mom, you want to come on a walk with us? And, you know, if I'm exhausted... I make myself go <laughs> because because when I get out there and I get walking, you know, we have this big block and we go around this big block and and by the time I'm back home again, I'm actually refreshed. It actually woke me up <laughs> and I don't feel that, you know, um, heavy, heavy tiredness that I just wanted to crawl, you know, crawl in bed or just you know, get up on the couch and just, you know, veg for a little bit because my, my brain is tired. But no, once I get out with the kids and get around that block, even though I didn't want to, once I do it, I know that I feel better and I'm very, I have, um, I feel refreshed in, 
in body and my mind is cleared. It actually clears my mind sometimes to go on a walk with the kids. And uh, and they talk. They love to talk to me during this time. And, and we talk about things that maybe we don't talk about in the home, you know, that don't come up. But this is a quiet time with me and some of the kids. And, and we um, actually have good fellowship time there. Um, and then I would say schedule yourself a break in your routine. So every day from 2.30 to 3 or whatever, however long you think you can manage a little break, give yourself a break and catch up on your um, reading. Maybe there's um, books that you have, like me, I have stacks of books um, next to my bed and on my dresser, I have a huge stack of books and um, you know, I rarely get to them, so I have to make myself, instead of um, sitting and scrolling on Instagram or something, to sit and read a chapter of one of those books. And I'm so much uh, more fulfilled when I read a chapter of one of the great books that are by my bed or in the living room, wherever. I have books everywhere. <laughs> um, and finding that fulfillment in, you know, chapters of those good books versus just scrolling on, on um, social media or something that really tires me out. So um, maybe you can schedule yourself a break, but to do something that is really worthwhile for that time. So, you know, if you have 20 minutes um, once a day where you can just catch up on your reading list or, or you can read the old school house magazine, of course, and it's free online at tosapps.com. You can read it on your desktop or on your smart devices for Google or Apple. You could watch a devotion on rest or or listen to a Bible study on rest. (laughs) These are good things you can do with a little bit of a break. Um, So physically, try to get some more rest if you can. A power nap, a 20-minute power nap, I know, Sounds crazy, but you can actually feel more refreshed with just a shorter nap than a longer one. Um, and and you can have, I would have my older kids, I would put on like a, um, a Bible video for my younger kids. And I would tell my older kids, okay, okay, guys, I'm taking a 20 minute nap. Just, you know, keep an eye on the younger ones. And um set my timer and I would lay down and even if I didn't sleep for those 20 minutes I would close my eyes and not have anything else in front of me and just rest for 20 minutes and um, our body needs that another thing my husband would do is on Sundays um, we would you know uh, of course go to church every Sunday my husband was like it it doesn't matter what's going on in our life we will go to church and so we're always there and um but when we would come home from church, uh, my husband would always watch the kids for me so I could take a nap for as long as I wanted. And um, often I would fall asleep in the car on the way home from church. And then I would just drag myself right into bed and he, he would take care of the kids. And that really was refreshing. That nap on Sunday was refreshing to um, then wake up again on Monday more refreshed than I was before. So these are just some ideas. Um, it could be, uh, again, some mental exhaustion where 
maybe things are just in your mind that you need to clear out. And this is where, you know, writing down whatever you're thinking about is really helpful, putting it on a list, um, just getting it down on a journal, on your um, planner, or on your phone. Maybe you have a, a notes app on your phone where you're thinking about something, just put it down. You can even put um, a prayer request or just a prayer um, list because sometimes some of the things you're thinking about are things you need to pray about. And so just write all that down so you can clear the, the things out of your mind so they're not swirling there and causing you some mental exhaustion. Um, get them down and then you can take action on them. And so uh, maybe it's a lack of organization in your home that's sort of sapping your strength. So um, of course, organization is not like something you do once and it's done. No, it's, it's a daily process, right? We know that some people have some really good organizational skills and, you know, planning skills where, okay, every Monday we do laundry, every Tuesday we do, you know, the kitchen and the bathrooms and, every, you know, and it goes on and they have these great plans. And I have had great plans over the years and um, many of them helped in different seasons um, and seasons change, children grow up, um, a lot of consistent training when they're young in chores, even though it's a lot more work. <laughs> to actually clean up after the child who's done the chore. <laughs> but you're training these little ones so that by the time they are uh, a little bit older, they are able to be independent on chores and just be really helpful in the household. Um, like right now, I have three um, children still at home. They're all teens, and they can run the household. I, I, I could leave for a week, and they would be totally fine because they know how to do laundry and dishes and you know how to cook for people and, um, you know, they know how to clean up after themselves and be independent and take initiative to do things. So that took a lot of training in the younger years. And so some of our exhaustion actually um, it, it comes from a lot of the training we're doing with our children. And yes, you are exhausted at that point, but you will reap the fruit in the end, you will reap the fruit in a few years <laughs> as you continually, you know, just little by little, um, train your kids to help you. Uh, so if there's, you know, things, again, that are nagging you in your home, just make a list of those things. You can even put them on slips of paper and put them in a jar. And, and when the kids come to you and say, can I do this? You know, I've done all my schoolwork. Can I play this game or can I do this thing? Um, say, well, yes, but let's choose one slip of paper today, okay, before you do that. And so, you know, some of those things that are nagging you <laughs> that you've, you know, written down on these slips of paper, they're going to help you tackle. And yet, no, it won't be perfect, but it will be progress. And so, you know, it'll, it will nag you a little less because you've made a little bit of progress on that thing um, with the help of your kids. So take 20 minutes a day, maybe. Maybe that's what you can do, just to tackle that one thing that is nagging you, that's really on your mind. Like, oh, look at that, uh, look at that kitchen counter that is full of stuff that I can't even, you know, cook because it's so full of all of our household things that get dumped there. You know, so just take... Take a, a few moments and get that cleaned off so that it's not weighing down on you and being part of what is exhausting you. Um, 
And maybe you take a time every day before dinner or after dinner where all of you get together. Okay, 10-minute cleanup time. Everybody knows that that's when they go and pick up everything that belongs to them around the house and puts it away. Um, and that can help take some of that mental stress and, and tiredness off. Um, or, or you can even, as a homeschool parent, you can choose how to run your month. <laughs> you know, you are in charge. And so if you want to take a day off every few weeks just to get everything in your house back in order, you know, then, you know, every other, every other Monday you take off and you get everything back in order. Or maybe it's a, a Saturday where you work on, all of you work on chores together. Um, Whatever is sapping your strength, um, get it taken care of and ask the Lord to show you how to do that. And maybe something that is really weighing you down is that maybe your children are regularly disobeying or they're whining all the time or they're purposely slow. So this is going to be where you are going to Take some of that consistent training again, a little bit of consistent training every day is going to go a long way towards peace in your future. And so it seems like you're going to be restating uh, all of these things with your kids so many times, like instead of, you know, always saying, how many times do I have to tell you? Just realize you're going to have to tell your children a lot of times. And be patient with them as the Lord is patient with you and continually go over the same things and consistently, a little bit of training consistently will go a long way towards peace uh, in your home. And if you see these character issues continuing to come up, add that to your list uh, for your Bible devotion time, your character training time, um, those areas that need to be addressed, you know, say they're uh, always impatient or always whining. You're going to go over scriptures about those things. Go over those with your kids. Um, maybe not in the moment because, you know, uh, there are other things going on in the day, but you can add that to your list of, okay, this is what I've seen this week in character. And so in this, this next week, we're going to go over these character issues and um, add those to your uh, agendas for your schooling um, and that will help take away some of the nagging that's going on in your mind about all these things, you know, in your home life, in your children's hearts, and in your work, all the things that are just swirling around. If we can just get them down and work on them, it really goes a long way towards peace and takes away some of that mental exhaustion. Another thing is um, if we are lacking, if we're like in a, a rut where we're feeling depressed and we're like, uh, we, we've allowed that exhaustion to go into depression and we're really lacking spiritual strength. Um, it may be because we are not consuming that spiritual food that we need. And so um, that daily bread, you know, that's in uh, the Lord's Prayer that we would take of the daily bread, the bread of Christ, that Jesus is our daily bread, that, that, that Lord give us that daily portion of you that we need. And then, you know, just like manna in the wilderness, they had to gather it every day. It wasn't sufficient for the next day. It wouldn't last over to the next day. It was only for that day. And so we need to daily go out for our manna <laughs> every day. And it wasn't like, um, you know, manna was not like this delicious, 
uh, a flavorful thing. It was just this, you know, daily, everyday, same bread from heaven. Um, and it nourished them and it kept them alive and it, and it kept them healthy. And that's what we need in our spiritual walk so that when we have times of exhaustion, it's not going to lead to depression. It's going to lead to us gaining more spiritual health because we are going to eat the spiritual food that we need. Um, and we are going to uh, meditate on the word of God day and night. We're going to have music that's worshipful throughout our day. We're going to have scriptures up on our walls and, and where we can see it. And we're going to meditate on these verses of scripture day and night. We're going to copy them and we're going to place them wherever we're going to be often. Maybe it's in the kitchen, you know, that where we are all the time or in the, in the dining room. But we're going to spend time in his word and in his presence because that is where we're going to find strength. Um, the Psalms say, wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. So you're going to be in his word and in his presence and your heart will be strengthened. And when you spend time in God's presence, you are going to find fullness of joy. You're going to find refreshment is what we're craving is refreshment right when we're exhausted and the bible says in, in the book of acts that um, times of refreshing come from the presence of the lord so we don't need to go anywhere we don't need to go to a retreat or to um, a, a mom's night out or whatever it is although those are all good things um, and they're needful um, but in the daily moment-to-moment uh, -moment life we need refreshment and that's found in God's presence. It's in Psalm 16, verse 11, that says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Those are three things there. The first says, You will show me the path of life. No one else is able to show us the path for our life or our kids' lives, except for God alone. So we can read all the books, all the blogs, we can talk to friends, get the curriculum, but it's God alone who's going to show us his path, and how to live. So if I'm lacking direction, I've probably begun to walk in my own understanding instead of seeking his, right? That's what we do um, sometimes, and then we find we're lost. <laughs> so you will show me the path of life. The second thing that Psalm 1611 says is, in your presence, fullness of joy. So here we realize that nothing else and no one else can fully, can bring me the fullness of joy. I'm only going to find it in the presence of the Lord. I'm not going to find it in material things, in, you know, physical healing, close relationships, all the things I think I need. I'm not going to find fullness of joy until I'm in his presence. That's where it's found. It's not about the things in this life that have come to me or that leave me that will bring me joy. It is, it's all about me in the presence of God and the presence of God in me. And the third thing says, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You know, we are prone to wander from the right hand of God and look for pleasure in anything else. You know, a, a mom time or this time or that time. I think, um, I think I'm going to find pleasure in time to myself. And yes, we're going to try to uh, arrange that for ourselves. But to find true pleasure is to be at the right hand of God. That's the only place. Our wandering heart is only going to find pain and loneliness, right, and exhaustion. 
So we need to wander back and sit with Christ. He is our pleasure. When we're sitting close to him, when we're dwelling in his presence, we're going to hear him whisper his direction for life. We are going to find that our dreams and our pleasures are fulfilled in him. And we are going to experience that fullness of joy. And there's no place I'd rather be, right, than in the presence of God. And I want to bring my kids with me there as much as possible. I'm going to bring them with me um, in prayer and in um, scriptures, sharing what I'm learning in the scripture with them so that they see my love and excitement for the Lord um, and will crave that too. So we are going to um, pray and ask the Lord to be our leader because we cannot lead ourselves. We have a good shepherd who leads us. And where does he lead us? Psalm 23 says he leads us to rest. And the way we find rest is where he leads us. He leads us to green pastures and still waters because he knows that if our uh, hunger and thirst is satisfied, then we can rest. And so we will find rest if our hunger and thirst is satisfied in him and in his word. So don't feel guilty about what you're not getting done at home. Um, God gently leads those who are with young, and he fills in all the gaps. He's not pressuring you to get more done. He's leading you gently. So be gentle on yourself. Don't listen to the accuser of the brethren who says you're not doing enough. Uh, you're not enough. No. Listen to God who has um, all things in his hands ready to give you all that you need. And he holds you in his hands also. It's in uh, Deuteronomy 33, 27 says, The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He's holding you. He's got you. Well, stay tuned um, for upcoming episodes of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show. Also, you can go to this week's Homeschool Minute in your email. And the authors there, the writers, are also going to be talking about what to do when mom is exhausted. And then go to our homeschoolshow.com show notes. And you will find links to other articles and resources all about what to do when mom is exhausted. So our upcoming episodes of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show are um, the socialization myth. We're going to talk about high school graduates. What do they look like? And we're going to be talking about cursive and copywork. There's always pertinent and helpful information from the old school house. Let me pray with you. Lord, thank you for these families that are represented here. I pray, Father, that you would give them rest, that they would find the rest they need in your word and in your presence, and that you would show them how to order their days that they might find rest. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.